Welcome to Grace Abounds. I'm Pastor Jen Shaw, and in this podcast, I'm sharing my Sunday sermons from St. John's Lutheran Church, Palm Desert, California. I'm so grateful that you've joined us, and I trust that these words build you up in faith, hope, and love. About a dozen or so years ago now, as I was preparing to go to Fuller Seminary full-time, which meant quitting my job as the manager at Lakeshore Learning Store in Ventura and moving to Pasadena and taking on student debt and a part-time job and the academic workload of grad school and embarking on a whole new profession. I shared with my family at dinner one night how stressed and unsettled and intimidated I was by the whole endeavor, even as I was following God's call to do so. And my lovely sister Stephanie said to me, you're going to seminary, have a little faith. (laughs) Jesus calls on the disciples to have a little faith in our gospel reading for today. By this point in Luke's gospel narrative, Jesus is in the midst of his public ministry, and the disciples, students, trainees of Jesus, have been with him for a while now, learning from him how to be like him, how to do what he did, how to teach as he taught. The disciples were with Jesus as he said that the two greatest commandments are love God with your whole being, And love your neighbor as yourself. The disciples were with Jesus as he healed the sick and fed the hungry and freed people from demonic oppression. The disciples were with Jesus as he ate with sinners and welcomed children and restored outcasts to their communities. And Jesus has called on his disciples to do some challenging things leave behind the security of their home and family and former professions to come and follow him, to love their enemies, to sell their possessions and give to the poor, to not worry about their life or livelihood, not worry about tomorrow, but trust in the Lord who cares for them and will provide, to pick up their cross, And follow him in the way of sacrificial love. And just before today's reading, Jesus has sternly warned the disciples not to cause any little ones to stumble, not to lead a fellow disciple into sin, to pay careful attention to their words and actions in relationship with others. And Jesus has also called on them to have the courage to admonish a fellow disciple who sins and the grace to forgive them when they repent and to do so consistently. And in response to this, the disciples of Jesus offer the imperative exclamation, increase our faith. Faith is the Greek word pistos. And it means both Belief in, trust, 
and being faithful, trustworthy. It means both believing that someone is faithful, trusting them, and being faithful, being trustworthy. In this context, faith is relational. Faith is not intellectual agreement, simply what we think or what we say we believe. It is not our adherence to a particular set of religious doctrines. Faith is the lived experience of being in relationship with Jesus Christ. Faith is knowing deep down that God, our creator, redeemer, sustainer, is good and once good for us and made everything good in the beginning and will make everything good again. Faith is being truly open to the transformative work of the Holy Spirit in and through our lives. In the words of Martin Luther, faith is a living, daring confidence in God's grace, so sure and certain, believers would stake their lives on it a thousand times over. As the disciples realize, it takes faith confidence in God's grace, assurance in God's goodness to follow Jesus in a world broken by human sin, to do what Jesus has called us to do, to be forgiving and generous and kind, even as we experience cynicism and selfishness and cruelty, to As both our readings from Psalm 37 and Habakkuk 2 declare, put our trust in the Lord and do good, even when it seems like so few among us are actually doing so. And the disciples don't seem to think that they're up to this challenge. They don't seem to think they have enough faith to do what Jesus has called them to do, and so they ask Jesus to give them more. Jesus does not respond as we might expect. He does not say, for example, okay, I will give you more faith. Rather, he says, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and replanted in the sea, and it would obey you. Jesus often used seeds in his teaching to represent the kingdom of God, the realm in which God's will is done, where we experience the fullness of God's goodness, where we live in right relationship with God and each other and the whole creation, where we all experience the shalom, peace, well-being of the Lord. And in proverbial Jewish thinking at the time, the mustard seed, in particular, represented something small and fragile and seemingly insignificant. As we saw in the children's message, the content of a condiment most of us have at home, the mustard, we will enjoy on our hot dogs, perhaps later today. But seeds are also something that grow 
the change and transform and become so much more than they were before. Seeds are life-producing. Mustard plants that come from mustard seeds were very common in the time and place of Jesus' ministry. And so Jesus' first listeners would have known that when you plant a mustard seed, it could start to spring up and grow in a day or two, and that mustard plants were everywhere and could get 10 feet tall or more. Mustard plants were quickly reproducing persistent, pervasive plants. And this is how Jesus describes faith and what faith produces. In other words, a little faith goes a long way. Have a little faith. The disciples ask Jesus to give them more faith, and Jesus helps them understand that they already have the faith they need to follow him, to do what he has called them to do, to participate in his good, healing, life-giving work in this world, to share the good news of life in him. The good news they are very shortly going to experience personally. Jesus offers this teaching to his disciples as he is on his way to Jerusalem, where he will suffer and die and be buried and on the third day rise again to life, embodying God's love for us taking our sin as his own and forgiving us, taking our death as his own and freeing us from it forever, giving us life eternal and abundant, life now and forever, life that does not end, assuring us that God is with us, God is faithful, God is steadfast in God's love, God is worthy of our trust, our faith, our confidence in him. In his essay, The Freedom of a Christian, and if you haven't read anything by Martin Luther, I would suggest starting here. In that essay, Martin Luther shares the three incomparable benefits of faith. Faith honors God, our creator, redeemer, sustainer. When we trust God, we indicate that we believe God is trustworthy. We praise God with our faith in him. And faith unites us with Christ. By faith, we receive the grace of God in Christ. We are saved by grace through faith, not our works. It is a gift. Salvation is not what we do. Salvation is what God in Christ has done for us. As the Apostle Paul states time and time again in his letters, as we heard in his letter to Timothy in our reading from 1 Timothy today. And faith, Luther writes, frees us to love and serve others, knowing we are saved, we are loved, we will ultimately be okay frees us from concerns about ourself and our own salvation, and frees us to care for others. We are freed from fear and freed for love. And so Luther writes in his essay, we are perfectly free in Christ, and therefore 
we are perfectly dutiful servants of all. What we say and do as we participate in God's good work in this world is always a response to God's grace. In other words, as Jesus teaches his disciples in the second part of our gospel reading for today, when we serve Christ and each other, we are only doing what we ought to do. I first read Luther's essay, The Freedom of a Christian, when I was at Fuller Seminary. And I was so moved by his explanation of the joyous exchange in which Christ Jesus, the God of all creation in the flesh, God with us and for us forever, takes our sin and death as his own and gives us his salvation and life, that I set the book down on the kitchen table that also served as my desk in that studio apartment and walked across the Fuller campus to the prayer chapel and sat down in that chapel and wept. I felt so grateful, so loved, so free. That experience is one in which I grew in my faith. I've grown in faith as I read and study and contemplate God's word and hear that blessed assurance throughout Scripture that God is merciful and gracious and abounding in steadfast love, and experience the life and teaching of Jesus, and hear those words of people like Paul who so beautifully declared, I am not ashamed because I know the one in whom I have put my trust. And I grow in faith as I read the words of saints like the Apostle Paul and Martin Luther and C.S. Lewis and Richard Rohr and Rob Bell and so many others who have been influential in my faith journey. I grow in faith as I pour my heart out to the Lord, just telling him everything he already knows anyway. And as I listen for his guidance and as I hear the Lord say to me, as he has so often and in so many different ways, it's going to be okay, Jen. It's going to be okay. And I grow in faith as I spend time with fellow followers of Jesus Christ, worshiping together as we are doing right now and studying God's word and discussing it and digesting it and praying together and serving together and talking about our faith and our life and hearing their encouragement. Have a little faith. As our scripture readings for today affirm, faith can move mulberry trees, faith can move mountains, but most of all, Faith moves us. By faith, we trust in the Lord and do good, even when it's hard. By faith, we are open to the transformative work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. By faith, we can do what Jesus Christ has called us to do. Even in the midst of our faults and failures, we can follow him. And we can share his good news 
with all the people in our lives. May we have a little faith. Amen. Thanks for listening. Each week's episode is edited by Nick Cox. Music performed by our St. John's Worship Band. Sermons by me, Pastor Jen Shaw. Make sure to subscribe to hear each week's message. If you'd like to know more about St. John's mission to know Christ and make Christ known, to share the life-giving word and do the life-giving work of Jesus, visit our website, stjohnslutheran.church. May God bless you on this day and in all the days ahead.